Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Welcome back. I'm going to start off um, with some wise words from Khalil Gibran. I hope I've said his name right. Your children are not your children. They are sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they do not belong to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent sent forth. The archer sees the make upon the path of the infinite. And he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness. For even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he also loves the bow that is stable. If you want to look up that poem, you can. I think it's a super important and powerful one for any parent to visit and revisit. I revisit it constantly. Um, because it is so meaningful and important to me, especially um, there's a couple of lines that stand out to me um, that I know from being a kid myself at one point, you know, um, that really stood out to me if I looked at it from my younger self's perspective. But, you know, as an adult, I look at the one that says, you may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. And I love that. I love that so much. So this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about parenting because it's summer. And nearly six years ago, I wrote a post called Learning to Play. But instead of sharing that with you as it was, because I didn't have a podcast six years ago, so I could share it with you again, but I've updated it instead to include some of the realities that kids and parents face today. A lot's even changed just in the past six years. So all over social media, I'm reading posts about parents, and it's mainly moms, to be frank, are already tired of having their kids home from school, and it's just the first week of summer break for many of them. I do struggle with these posts. I'm not going to dance around that, but I also struggle with the posts about mommies needing wine, but that's a conversation for another day. I recognize that a bunch of these posts are meant to be humorous, but the reality is that when it comes to the heart of a human, especially a child, 
These kinds of comments do damage. Because I tend to, I've noticed, and it's my observation, I'm not saying it is a universal truth or anything, but I, my observation is that when you can do that kind of complaining online, the kids tend to hear it at home as well. So there, it bleeds through to the day-to-day -day life. And in my coaching practice, I not only witness the negative impact this approach has on kids, but for the past decade, I've been helping adults undo the programming they received as kids. And it's that programming that forms the self-image. And of course, the self-image is the foundation on which you build your life. And if you look at stats, you'll see that today's kids are in crisis. And for a whole lot of reasons. There's not just one reason for, for it. And I'm not going to share all the numbers and details with you. But there's one thing that I do find devastating. And sometimes when I share this out loud... I've cried multiple times saying this one out loud, but um, maybe it's because I have kids in this age range and I know all their friends and I coach a lot of kids in this age range. But the death rate from suicide for kids between the ages of 10 to 14 years old doubled. Doubled from 2007 to 2014. That is a stat from the Center of Disease Control in the United States. And like I said, there's a lot of reasons for this crisis. Schedules of kids today are so difficult to coordinate. You'd think that each one of them is running a multi-million dollar business. And when I work with kids, you know, in classrooms and kids as young as eight years old, I hear from them that their biggest life challenge, because I always ask them, what's your biggest challenge? Well, you know what it is? They don't have time to play. They feel overwhelmed and overloaded. They feel stressed by all the work and activities they have. Their one big wish is almost always the same. I wish I had time to play. <sighs> Sorry, I have to take a deep breath because that's <laughs> I, that kind of stuff gets me, gets me. Play is so important to optimal child development that it has been recognized by the United Nations High Commission for Human Rights as a right for every child. Play allows children to use their creativity while developing their imagination, dexterity, and physical, cognitive, and emotional strength. Play is important to healthy brain development. And it's through play that children at a very early age engage and interact with the world around them. And that is information I've pulled from a publication. I've shared the source within the show notes. So that's why I wanted to talk about play today because it's summertime and it offers us longer, brighter days that tend to be filled with more energy and a little bit more willingness to explore. And such it's that's why it's such a great time to have this discussion about play. Even if you don't have kids of your own, I'd still listen to this because play is a vital part of your physical and emotional well-being with or without children. It matters to you. Studies show that parent-child play impacts the child's ability to navigate social interactions more than when the kid plays with siblings or friends. So it actually does matter. And for those parents that feel like they got nothing left to give, I'd like to share that there's a lot in the equation for you too. These are the things play will do for you. It improves your brain function. It'll boost your creativity, 
It'll strengthen your relationships. It relieves stress because fun play releases endorphins. Play keeps you feeling youthful. Remember the quote from George Bernard Shaw. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. And playing can be healing because you are moving your body. And a lot of good stuff happens there. Play gives you an opportunity to heal your own childhood wounds. It allows you to create a happy childhood through your kids. And that's kind of what I've done. And it's one of the many ways that I've created my happy version of a childhood. Play strengthens your connection with your kids. It's, you know, I don't know if you've heard this um, said in this way before, but when I think about play, to me, what comes to mind is that's the native tongue for kids. Play, it's universal. It's, it's just how they communicate and how they understand the world in and around them. They know play speaks volumes. How you play with them lets them know that they matter to you. Not through gifts or trips or fancy dinners, but with your focus. You know the saying, attention is the most basic form of love. Kid-led playing is super important because they can teach you how to play again. And it's almost certain that you'll end up laughing. But one startling thing you may observe is that some of the kids today have so little free time, they actually don't know how to play. They start to ask questions about rules and structure structure and situations where those things don't matter. If this is your child, pay close attention to this red flag. Sure, it's a challenge, but I also see it as a bigger opportunity. It gives you a chance to bring out your goofiest goofy side and creative side to inspire your kid or kids to play freely. It's going to take effort because it's a simple idea, but it's not easy. It's going to take some, some work from you. The reality is that many of us don't know how to connect with our kids through play. I think one of the main reasons is that when we were growing up, most of our parents didn't play with us. This wasn't something they did. But we craved their time and attention. We craved validation. There is great potency in simple focused playtime interaction with your kids. It can be difficult, so difficult, <laughs> to focus on playing a board game or going for a dive on the slip and slide when you're behind on work, or you have to cook dinner or fold laundry, or you're just plain exhausted. You had a hard day at work. I understand because I go through the same challenges. I don't live in butterfly and rainbow land. <laughs> you know, I live in the real world. But I have found that you can go far if you view play as you would developing any new habit. Work on building up that playtime duration each week. So try to play 10 minutes straight, you know, focus just on your kids and then week two, bump it up to 15 minutes straight and so on. So it's like your running program. You build stamina each week. In this case, the increased stamina is simply the shedding of the singular viewpoint that your child is someone whose physical well-being you're responsible for. Can something so simple enhance the emotional well-being of your child? If we take the time to connect with our kids on a level that goes beyond their physical needs, we send them a message that we enjoy them as people, 
Really, that's what we were all wishing for from our parents. Instinctually, the kids know that you have to take care of their basic needs. When you go beyond that and do something that isn't relevant to those basic needs, like shooting hoops or playing hopscotch, they can feel the effort you're making to connect with them. They can feel that you not only love them, (laughs) but you like them. This is the summer. This is the time to create your happy childhood for both you and your kids. And if you don't have kids, hey, it's a hell of a good time to go and find some fun stuff for you to do with other friends because it is so important to play. So do you have any unique ideas or uh, games that you can share with parents or other adults that might be struggling to connect? through play. If you can head over by clicking on the show notes to our website and sharing your ideas, we would all appreciate it. We're always looking for unique, fun things to do. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and I will talk to you next week. Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday.